I am not an atheist because I'm mad at your God. I am not an atheist because I love sin. I am not an atheist because I do not want to answer to authority. I'm an atheist because I thought out the truth and reality. I have accepted nature and my place in the universe. I will live and I will die. I will wish to leave this world knowing that I did my best, and I hope my descendants will inherit a world that can sustain them. I do not believe religion will bring peace to mankind. At the very core, they seek to end the world. Judgment Day, the end of the road for our species. And against those ideas, I will fight for my children as well as yours. And this is the Godless Revolution. Live. Live. In Salt Lake City. Nice. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, Yeah, this is our first uh, live recording session. Uh, We're hoping to do this every second Wednesday here. Uh, thank you very much to the to the wonderful folks here at Whitefields, John Larson and the rest of the gang. Thank you very yeah. much, Ted, for coming out and letting us into the building and making sure we don't destroy things and that we will clean up afterward and then lock us out. Um, I'm really excited about this. I'm glad to see you all here tonight. Thank you very much for coming out. Um, for the people listening, we have uh, myself, Dan Ellis, Matt Mitchell, and... Uh, Ryan Duffy, and we have a fourth microphone for anybody in the audience who would want to step up and make a comment or ask a question or just add to the cursing that will inevitably be coming out of all of our mouths. But <laughs> so, uh, I, oh, I also wanted to say congratulations to Mr. Duffy. Yeah, it's Facebook I'm, I'm, official. I'm, I'm it's single Facebook for like official. ten years. And, yeah, thank, thank you. Facebook <laughs> official unit. Acknowledging a Facebook official relationship. Yay! That was a very cute picture of the two of you. Yeah. A little Park City getaway weekend, was it? Yeah, you could say that. Nice. What did you do? Just went up to Park City? I uh, went up to Park City, uh, went to the Olympic Park, watched the people kind of train. Unluckily, that day there was only young kids training and no one doing the really cool jumps off of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of went there, and that weekend they had, I'm not sure what festival it is they have in Park City, or the whole downtown, they had bands playing, uh, beer gardens going on, Oh yeah, and there's like all the cellars down there. I can't remember what it was called, but that was going on that weekend, too, so we went down to that. It's some kind of, I think it, I want to say Danish days or something like that, or, or it's some Scandinavian country festival yeah. days. It was fun. Yeah. So Very cool. How long have you guys been together anyway? Three months, maybe. Oh, I actually okay. met her doing the videos for the Atheist of Utah. I don't know if anybody you have Wait, seen the videos. Wait, that, was that's when you met her? Was yes, when I met when her. When we were at Pride? To, uh, no. Oh, the, not at, at Pride. Library. Oh, before that. Oh, I had done an interview right, with right. her for how she left religion, how she got out of it, and how she became an atheist. So, Well, she was in a polygamous, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah, her whole family was in a polygamous group, and her parents actually got them out of it. Uh, she was basically forced as child labor at the age of eight. Her parents worked in the coal mines their whole lives, being forced to work in them and saying how her brother and father had survived, you know, coal mine collapses and a pretty... Where was that? Uh, Huntington. Oh, really? Oh, that's... Yeah, Tracy, her, her mom and uh, ex-stepfather built a house down in Huntington. Okay. And, yeah. I, from what I understand of her stories of it, it's kind of Hickville town there in Emory County. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know. It was I feel awkward driving through those areas. Yeah, I, I've driven down through them, and I'm like, "You guys got beer or banjos? Yeah, coffee." That's Burt Reynolds and John Voight. Was it John Voight in that? I think and, it was John Voight and, and Deliverance, right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. what was what? Uh, what's the guy's name Warren who? Yeah, Warren, Warren ba- Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. Yeah, Ned Beatty. Yeah. yeah. Wally Cox. Wally Cox. Something Cox. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Redneck Cox. Okay. So N- Ned Beatty, John Voight, and Cox <laughs> in Deliverance. Yeah, there was a Cox in the Deliverance. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> so Ryan, Ryan is our kind of producer, sound guy, dude, and Matt's usually the host guy. And I'm, I just kind of sit in the background and giggle and go on rants every now and then while Matt goes and pees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that does happen. Usually, usually you guys are ranting about my naivete and I'd get up and leave and then come back and 
You guys can wrap up making fun of me, and then we'll <laughs> move on. I almost died last week when when Ryan made his little comment about we, yeah, we you got into the middle yeah. of your story, and then you had to get up and pee. And I thought that was funny as hell, man. People don't notice when you listen to something, but Matt gets up quite frequently to pee. <laughs> I also drink a lot more beer than these guys. I like I said last week. I think volumetrically, I, we're pretty much on par. I think. Like you, well, at, at home. So at home, I've got these cocktail glasses that are like twice as high yeah, as these that's red true. solo cups that I've got here, and I'll have like usually three of those because I'll have one while we're eating our pizza, and then I take two downstairs. And so I, you know, I drink three of these big bad boys, and you have. That's fine. I have a small bladder. It's cool. <laughs> I'll accept it. Well, I think we, I think we said too, though, that you probably uh, what. You, you hydrate. Yeah, you hydrate. Drink water all day. Yeah. yeah. Well, nice. this is super interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, so moving on. I do have some news items. Yeah. I, I was going to say there was one that just happened five hours ago. I don't have that one. No, either do I. How's that work? Out. It was on KSL. Uh, State of Utah is fighting. Taking oh, it yes. to the Supreme Court. That's right. They're oh, going yeah. to appeal directly to directly the Supreme, to the Supreme Court, Court yeah. so, on the, the, the gay marriage Which ban. wasn't a surprise. Yeah. It's just it, they so, finally yeah. filed it. Well, and I, and I yeah. saw that, and I thought, so prior prior to today, they, they had said that they wanted to do, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of the term, but it's where instead of just the, the smaller panel of judges at the Tenth Circuit who had initially reviewed the case and said, no, Judge Shelby's ruling is valid, here's why, blah, blah, blah. That they were going to take it to the the full, and I can't remember the name of the term, or I can't remember what the term is, to have all of the judges on the Tenth Circuit review it, and you know they would do that prior to sending it to SCOTUS. And so then today, when I heard, no, fuck that, they're going to skip all that, they're going, they're going straight to SCOTUS. I thought, I wonder how much the recent Hobby Lobby decision has played into that. Like, do they think, okay, we have we have this. This panel of judges now, these these five old white Catholic men who just ruled in favor of, of religious privilege, will they now will they now be more open and receptive to this case if we send it directly to this to the Supreme Court now, rather than waiting until, you know, one or two yeah. justices possibly retire and mm-hmm. then are replaced. And, you know, I, it was kind of a they're trying to strike while the iron is hot kind of thing. I kind of had that thought, too, but I kind of see it where you got so many other cases right now that are going through district courts that if those all get thrown out, like, no, gay marriage, your ban on gay marriage is unconstitutional. And you can have so many come out of the Supreme Court's going to look at all those and go, they would, agree with us uh, oh, getting rid of DOMA. And this is all falling in line with that. So since all these other judges agree with it being unconstitutional, guess what? That's a good point, too, that yeah, they would have yeah. to It would look foolish if they went against every other yeah. circuit court. Yeah, they're, maybe they're just playing the numbers game and saying, you know, there have been you know, X amount of yeah. cases that have gone so far up to the district court level and have been upheld. We should take it to SCOTUS before a whole bunch more go to district court. But and, they don't have to look yeah. at it until they feel the need to look at it so they can wait till all these other district courts are done looking at those cases yeah to actually view utah's case yeah i saw a couple of reports from people who follow the scotus blog and that in their estimation um scotus would hear it or would would choose to accept the case by the end of this year or you know later later part of this year um would hear the case the beginning of 2015 and probably give their ruling uh, next next summer. Well, I was wondering if to get the possibility if all these other district courts fall in line with each other, if SCOTUS would, or if the, yeah, the Supreme Court would just go, no, we're not going to hear it. It's yeah. not even worth the time because maybe, but I mean, it's unconstitutional. Yeah, but if they I don't mean, even grant cert, yeah, yeah, they, they might, they may do that, but I mean, but they. They certainly. This is the the John Roberts Court is one that really wants to not rule constitutionally, but but by the Bible. You know what I mean. And this is a great opportunity for them to do that again. So yeah. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not sure. I mean, I thought the Hobby Lobby case was pretty cut and dry constitutionally. I, I thought you know, it wasn't and they. Gonna, I think most people so were shocked not, by that. That I don't want to assume. I was totally shocked. Yeah, yeah. I don't want. I just. I just don't want to assume at this point. You know, they're. I don't know. I don't trust those guys. Yeah, I. It's well. It's hard because they they make such 
terrible, awful, fucking horrible decisions. I mean, the Hobby Lobby case was, like I said, I was shocked. I I thought for sure when I when I first started seeing uh, posts on Facebook and on Twitter about it that you know people had, people had been duped by some fucking article in the Onion or something. You know, yeah. I couldn't imagine that that was actually what happened. Yeah, but if you do a little research on the justices, though, then it makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, all, all five white Catholic men. Well, one, the Clarence Thomas is an African American, but well, he's still Catholic. I, I think that's probably yeah debatable, but <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> all Which, right, am I thinking of the right guy? Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. What else we got? Well. Uh, you guys get to hear me read out loud now, which is a, another fun adventure. <laughs> and I'll 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 note that you didn't highlight as much as no, that's true. But this story actually was pretty pretty highlight heavy. These yeah, ones, so what's not the difference so much, between but... highlighting, not highlighting, crossing out? Well, this is more than one story, right? <laughs> you want me to go through that on air? <laughs> My process for <laughs> we're all curious. Mm, I think no, they're not. Um, so this came this came by way of JT Eberhard. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Okay. I love JT. Well, yeah, JT's great. Um immediately after the SCOTUS ruling on Hobby Lobby, other religious organizations decided to see what laws they could get exempt from on religious grounds, which we all knew was going to happen. Right. You know, that was that was the precedent we knew they were setting. Um first up, of course, is non-discrimination laws. 14 prominent faith Leaders, including some of President Obama's closest advisors, want the White House to create a religious exemption from the planned executive from his planned executive order banning federal contractors from discriminating against gays and lesbians in hiring. A letter to the White House sent Tuesday and made public Wednesday includes the signatures of Michael Ware, faith director of Obama's 2012 campaign, Stephen Schneck, uh, leader of the Catholic Outreach in 2012 and Florida mega-pastor Joel Hunter, whom Obama has described as a close spiritual leader. Their letter was as full of irony as it was bad arguments. And it's, <laughs> um, This is part of the letter, quote, While the nation has undergone incredible social and legal change over the last decade, we still live in a nation with different beliefs about sexuality. We must find a way to respect diversity of opinion, said the letter. Any thoughts at this point? Just... That I'm my rage meter's starting to peg. Uh huh. So well, I got they three want pages their opinion dude. that it's <laughs> wrong, valued more than someone's right to be themselves. We we want to have a diversity of bigoted opinions yeah, right. ruling over right. our corporations. By diversity, exactly, mean Christians. That's exactly yeah. where it's going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then it says we must. Res- this is not part of the letter anymore. This is JT. We must, respect, or, uh, we must respect diversity by allowing religious people to discriminate in hiring, which is exactly what they're saying. Yeah. Their argument is that diversity of opinion must be respected with factually errant opinions that seek to discriminate um, are given equal deference as opinions informed by the facts, uh, which call for equality, while diversity of people is kicked to the wayside. Um, treating wrong opinions with respect takes a backseat to making sure all people are treated equally under the law. It's fucking religious privilege. Yep. It's people Again. who it's people yep. who've had their entire life fucking handed to them on a silver platter as far as being able to do whatever the fuck they wanted, say whatever they wanted about anybody else without any without any ramifications or 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 penalties for the stupid shit that they say. And now that they're going to have to, you know, now that they're going to have to, to to show actual equality in their hiring practices and their promotion practices and, and, and in running their business, they're crying foul and religious oppression. I can't be a fucking bigot yeah. anymore. Yeah. That yeah. pisses me off. Yeah, well that's and it's it's exactly like what Dillahunty always says about the bully in the schoolyard, you know, that's beating the kid with the stick, and you run out there and take his stick away and he cries, you know, that he's beating oppressed. <laughs> So he doesn't, get, he doesn't get to beat the kid with the stick anymore. You know that's exactly what's happening. How dare you take my stick right, away? Right, but but that's but that's exactly the kind of that's the kind of opinion that they have. It pisses me off that we keep carving out all of these special exceptions for religion. I mean, we already have so many. I know special carve outs for religion. Yes, Lisa. On that subject, the BBC in England has decided to retrain a lot of their interviewers because they're giving too much time to. Alternate opinions, as it were. <laughs> what do they Quacks? consider alternate opinions? Like, um, 
on climate change, they would bring in people who were like a 30 years retired geologist <laughs> who hadn't been in the field for like ever from Australia so, because they couldn't find differing opinions on things that were mostly fact. So is it so that they, they is it that climate change thing where 97% of all climate scientists agree that yes, global climate change is happening, yes, mm-hmm. it's caused by humans, yes, we need to do something about it versus the 3% that are going, ah, no, it's not a problem really, it's fine. <laughs> the, ones that, the ones that went <laughs> the other, to Wheaton College yeah. and BYU. The, the, other yeah. 90, the other 97% of these climate scientists are full of shit. Yeah. Um, well, they were giving, they were trying to balance it and make it 50-50 too much, where it's more like 97 Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So they were oh, giving right. okay. too much time to the... The deniers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so for now they're trying all, to balance it. Yeah. many different different types of science things, not just climate change, but a lot of other things that were, yeah. yeah. Well, and they, you know, and they, they, they try to, they try to make it fair and balanced when really, if they want to make it as balanced as it is in nature, then they would have 97% yeah. of the time they would be talking about climate change is real. It's happening. It's That's what she's cause. saying. They're tra- they're yeah. moving to. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But they, they seem to have, you know, and, and you see it in media all over the place where they mm-hmm. want to, present both sides of the argument, whether the other side of the argument is some fucking crackpot from, you know, buttfuck Utah that knows shit about anything, lives in a fucking shack and is I've writing been, his I've, manifesto. I've been there. It's, it's bad. But, but yeah, so now they're changing that. So they're two changing people that, and that, that's a good thing. That's yes. a step yeah. oh, in yeah. the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish the U.S. would do more of that. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, the problem with the U.S., though, is all the people that are spouting off the wrong science are friends of politicians. Well, con- politicians controversy themselves. sells. Yeah, controversy sells. I mean, they want, they want the debate, you know, so they don't, they don't – I mean, if everyone agrees, if it's 97 percent, there's nothing really interesting about that, you know? Well, you can say there's nothing interesting about that if your only goal is contention. I mean, if you want to actually make the world a better fucking place – it's really exciting if you can get con- you know that large mm-hmm. a consensus and then bring people together and figure out okay yeah we know it's a problem now what do we do to fix it instead of I'm not sure if it's a problem or not yeah but rather I- than wasting all that time and effort and energy on arguing about whether it's valid or not when it's fucking valid I mean it's fucking it's, yeah but it's I'm fact I it's, mean it's, if it's you're a producer happening. of a news show and you're trying to get ratings you know and you have four guys come on and say yeah it's happening yep 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 and you're done, nobody's watching that shit. Well, but that's why I say, you know, rather than just saying, yeah, it's happening, it's okay, yeah, it's happening, here's all of the cool shit we're doing to try to mitigate the problem or to try to fix the problem. You know, we're, we're going to be spending this much on infrastructure to improve the electrical grid. We're going to be putting in solar panels, wind farms, um, undersea uh, current yeah. farms to, to, to try to get alternate sources of energy. We're not going to be... You know, a stupid fucking Republican politician who thinks the temperature on Mars is the same as it yeah. is here. Uh, okay, well, I mean... We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, do any of you guys ever see that documentary with the Texas School Board when they're trying to pass the school books that we're going to get rid of evolution the school books and having all the huge school board meetings with it? I've had that happen a few times. Uh, this one was actually the, the Texas uh, school district. That, the documentary was about them. Uh, this was well. It's probably about that's three happened a years few old. times yeah, in three Texas. Or four years. Well, yeah, uh, because Texas buys so many school books. Yeah, they, so uh, they usually buy they, them. They and every have, every other have, state buys yeah. the same books. But they were actually sitting on a board making these decisions. And they're all like, "Well, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know." So, what's your opinion? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it should be in there. I'm not a scientist, though. And they get real scientists in there, and they're like, "Well, proof creation isn't real." Well, they had they did have two <sighs> the the two scientists they had on that school board in Texas were both dentists. <laughs> yeah, it's that's, not that's, I'm not I'm not even kidding, yeah. Well, I mean it is technically, but you know, but they were creationists. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I agree that if you're going to have a board of people set up to create a science textbook, they should be scientists reviewing the textbook to go, is this scientifically accurate? Is this something we want to teach our kids? Is this the right stuff to be teaching our kids? You know, I yeah. thought it was kind of adorable the last time I went to see my dentist. I'm sitting in the chair and he, you know, he likes to come in and crack jokes with me. He's, I think he's a couple of years younger than I am. And it's this, you know, it's the dentist office that his father initially started. And then, you know, two of his sons are both dentists there. And 
I think I've got the coolest one there as as a, as in my dentist. They're all very LDS. Um, I think mine is a little more progressive than than either his brother or his father. He comes strolling in, into the little area where I'm sitting in the chair, and he's like, "Man, I don't know, you know this." He's like, "You got anything you want to argue with me about?" <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he says, "Well." There's this German lady that comes in here all the time as one of my patients, and it's like every time she comes in, she wants to just argue with me about something. She'll like ask me, you know, she'll go through a series of different questions to try to to try to find something that we disagree on, just so that she can argue with me about something. He's like, today it was all about Kate Kelly, and <laughs> and you know she's going on and on about that, and and he said, you know, one time she wanted to argue with me about fluoridated water. And, oh. and and he said, you know, Utah is one of the very few states, if not, I can't remember if he said it's the only state that doesn't have widespread usage of fluoridated water. He's like, that's why there's so many dentists in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why there are so many is because the water isn't fluoridated. And, you know, you have all of these wacko conspiracy theories out, out there about, you know, the government is trying to poison us or or do whatever with fluoride in the water. He's like, no. It's actually beneficial. I thought it was just kind of adorable coming from, you know, this little Mormon guy. He's like, it's it's all about science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dissonance is kind of funny. Yeah. You know, and I, 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 I've had that com- kind of a similar, not the fluoride conversation, but just um, like my girlfriend's kind of a deist type. And to me, it's like if you're really a believer – like I don't like like Christian scientists are fucking wacky and they're ridiculous, but there's something to respect about what they do. You know what I mean? Like if you really fucking believe that God heals, you don't have a doctor, right? Right. I mean, either medicine works or God heals. It's not you know you can't just be like oh yeah I'm gonna you know God all this all that and then when your kid breaks his leg take him to the ER and throw all your faith out the window. You know well, what I mean? Like that's. There were those couple families recently or last year in the news that that one family mom and dad went to. Jail, I think, with their second child that died when his oh yeah was it a seventeen or eighteen year old son that had his appendix rupture and he sat there in pain for three days before he died yeah all because they're Christian scientists and they can't see a doctor yeah and how many from and from then they, then they let them get away with that kind of shit. yeah that's the that's the part yeah. again religious privilege and special difference shown to religion yeah Scotus has done it again yeah why it makes no fucking sense at all. It's no. holding everybody back. It's harming people. It's awful, terrible, and it's like, yeah, we should keep doing that. It's worked out for us so far. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, understand it. Well, so this article goes on, though, um, and another quote from the letter is, um, an executive order that does not include a religious exemption will significantly and substantively hamper the work of some religious organizations that are best equipped to serve in common purpose with the federal government. When the like, capacity of religious organizations is limited, the common good suffers. No. Bullshit. Yeah. No, it does better. Well, I mean, the fir- no, so the, like, the first question is what good does, do religious organizations do that can't be done secularly? Exactly. You know, if they can, if they can come up with an, one answer, then we might be able to have this discussion. But. Yeah, I challenge, I challenge anybody. I mean, can anybody here – obviously, we're all a bunch of atheists sitting in here grousing about this kind of thing. But, I mean <laughs> – I have you that know, article too. You know, I, I ask this question all the time for for any of my religious friends who say no, religion is good and religion religion does a bunch of good for different people and and it's and it and it works for the betterment of humanity. And I say, okay, well, tell me one thing. Give me one, just even one instance where religion is the only way that something can happen that is beneficial. That you couldn't do the same thing through secular means. And nobody yet has ever been able to give me an answer. There isn't an answer to that. Yeah, the most devout religious person in the world, or not in the world, but any of my friends, you know, all of my super devout friends, not that I have a ton of them, but none of them have been able to provide even one case where religion is the better way to go. Yeah. I've heard things like pray with your children or pay tithing or something, but I hear that's as close as they can come, you know, and that's baloney. Yeah. But what, so what I'm not making, what isn't making sense to me about this whole thing is that that article, if I understand it right, because I've heard that before, it's about government contractors. It's not about, and when does the government ever contract with religious organizations? I mean, they contract with maybe closely held private business for like, you know, constructing roads and shit like that. Yeah. But when do, when do they contract with the Catholic Church? 
They don't. I, so that that whole thing about that the what was that that last part of it about the religious ex- uh, when the capacity of religious organizations is limited, the common good suffers. Right, but we're we're talking about road contractors. You know, I mean, we're not talking about. Okay, know, I, I personally see it as yeah, I, I see it as I'm saying, well, we're contracted to build a new building on base, and guess what? I don't want to hire anybody that's gay to work for my company. Well, that's yeah. that's exactly here. what they're trying to yeah. get to. Yeah, yeah. But, nothing. To do. But they're not a. But if they're building a building, they're not a religious organization. No. They're right. a con. They're they're a construction company. Right. Well, it's and, not the same thing. They're. You know what I'm saying? Well, well that's, yeah, that's yeah, what it yeah. Make sense. Well, yeah, and the government. I mean, to me, that that would be a huge, a huge knocking down or or a huge breaking down of of at least a huge section of the wall of separation yeah, between yeah, church and state. Exactly. I mean, that's, if you if you say that the government, you know, if the government says we're going to 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 sign an executive order that says that all gov- that all entities that contract with the United States government have to have to have a, a practice of non-discrimination and then you provide special exception for religion that blows away the separation of church and state then you're allowing yep. religion to say no we're going to trump whatever whatever the government says while we're taking money from the government i mean there's and, already and you're allowing the government to st- to say what's a religion and what isn't right and who mm-hmm. will yeah, which is a complete tra- trampling of the first amendment absolutely yeah, that's that's the other aspect of this that earlier today somebody else brought that up. You know, yep. not only has this decision from the SCOTUS, you know, allowed religion to creep in and, and and get more special privilege, but then the government now is in the position of saying what is and what is not a religion. Yep. Yeah, how do they determine what is sincerely held? Yeah. Is it a, is it a matter of time? Is it how much I can cry about it if you tell me that I can't do something? Well, and then, unless they don't do that, unless they don't get into what is or isn't religion and decide that all religions can do whatever the fuck they want, and then then you're opening a door for like the Beverly Hills Hilton, owned by the fucking what's his name who wants to impose uh, Sharia law, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, imposing Sharia law on the on the employees of the Beverly Hills Hilton, yeah, and and how would this you know unless the Supreme Court doesn't and then. You know, and then the, you know any religion can do what the fuck they want anytime well, they want. And that's the issue. I mean, if you want to stay constitutional, you'd either have to rule that way that every religion can do anything they want, or none of them can, and yeah. that everybody who claims that they have a religion is a valid religion. Right. The, the government can't say anything about it. I could start the Church of Dan tomorrow and and, and make up and, all kinds of and, whatever fucking rules I want, and never pay taxes again, and you right. know do all that kind of shit. Yeah, and they couldn't say anything about it. <laughs> yeah, only gingers allowed. Damn it, <laughs> we've been repressed for far too fucking long. <laughs> for good reason. Too. <laughs> okay, kind of. Gotta speak into yeah, the, speak the mic. The mic. Kind of scary. Okay, paranoid lens thought, but with respect to government contractors, I have heard that the head of formerly Blackwater Academy XE, the private security company, mm-hmm. you gotta get a lot closer. I've that, heard yeah. that he considered himself a kind of warrior for Jesus, and yeah. without, and with private contractors in, increasingly just replacing military functions. When we allegedly are getting our troops out, no, as many people or more people stay in, but they're contractors. Yeah, we don't have actual troops there. They're, they're government, they're NGOs. So this becomes a potential for a religiously driven private army taking over military functions and maybe domestic security functions as well. That as long as they're... Uh corporation with you know that's closely held Help. and has you know sincere religious beliefs they can do whatever they want. It's the new crusades. Yeah. 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 Um, and it goes on to say what what work that serves the interest <clears throat> excuse me of the federal government could possibly be hampered by hiring gay people. The letter contains no specifics just this naked assertion. The only way hiring gay people could hamper the work of religious organizations is probably in opposing gay rights and evangelism, which, number one, doesn't serve any interest of the federal government, and number two, gay people probably aren't lining up for work to work at such organizations, you know. 
Uh, but as for other work religious groups do, like charity and whatnot, gay people can pack food into crates just as well as straight people. You know, so there's no argument there either. Well, well and I wanted to stop you there for a second and say, well, sure, nobody's lining up to work for these organizations, but how many people already work for these organizations with no idea of the bigoted views that their corporate owners hold? And that if the corporate owner that if the corporate owners are then allowed to to run free and be off the chain as far as whatever they want to do in regard to their personal religious beliefs, how many of these people would be trapped working in a job where they're treated as subhuman? Yeah, I didn't know how That's, psycho the Green family was to all this stuff started coming out with uh, the dude, that guy. <laughs> you know, and I and I argued with I don't know if you guys know who DJ Groth is. He he Grothy? runs. Yeah. Did you grow through? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I argued with him a little bit, um, and I'm trying to remember exactly exactly what the case was. Um, oh, it was for um, was it Netscape, where the CEO was was found out to have to have donated a bunch of money to uh, anti-gay Firefox. Firefox. Thank you, um, Mozilla. That that the recently named CEO had been found to have contributed, you know, tons and tons of money to all of these right-wing bigoted organizations and people within the company and from outside the company, you know, started saying they were going to boycott, they were going to use Firefox, they were going to get off all of Mozilla, you know, they started writing, you know, they started doing uh, uh, campaigns against this guy and everything and DJ kept saying, well, that's illiberal. You know, you're telling somebody that they can't that they can't have their own personally held beliefs, even though, you know, as a company, they're still very open, very accepting. You're saying that you can't even have somebody with those beliefs running a company um, and not putting those beliefs into place. And, you know, he and I argued a little bit back and forth on Facebook about it, and he kept saying that it was illiberal to do so and, you know, that we were trying to stifle someone someone's free expression and and free, and right of free association outside their workplace and i said you know that that's fine to say that but at the same time you can't have somebody in a position at a company that espouses this goal of equality and diversity who holds these other views that are diametrically opposed yeah. to that and now we see especially now especially now right i mean I, I would love to have a conversation with him now and say okay what now dj now we yeah. see that you know this is happening all over the place what if this asshole had been left in place and decided hey a ceo i'm going to start doing this and that what then would you would you then say okay well yeah you know just because he's now exercising those things we should get rid of him yeah yeah it's tricky i mean this should this should just not even have been a case but you know, now all of those little things are going to be issues. I mean, it's 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 going to be a battle for a while. Yeah. Um, and I I really like DJ by the way. He's a yeah, guy. DJ's good. <laughs> DJ's good. You know, if you if you stated that correctly, he's just wrong about that one. But oh yeah. Um, trying to skim through here because a lot of the stuff we cover when we're riffing. Yeah. Even though it is highlighted, as you mentioned last week. I just want to make sure you're just reading the highlighted part. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. About Colorado, right? Colorado. What happened in Colorado a couple hours ago, Grant? Colorado judge overruled the uh, or out or banned the uh, gay marriage ban or out throughout the ban. Throughout the ban on gay marriage in, in Colorado. Oh, nice! It's like three hours ago or something like that. Yay, Colorado! Yeah. They did that here too, right? But then it's going to be appealed, right? Oh yeah. yeah well, so he, he immediately held his own decision pending an appeal, but Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Well, I thought I I thought I saw that not just 3 hours ago today, but a couple of days ago that the governor of Colorado, the governor and attorney general were basically going to go and say, you know, we we want to get rid of our ban on this. And you know, it was one of those things where Colorado now is basically saying, "Hey, we're not Utah." <laughs> right, you know, I mean, they, they're, yeah, you know, it, it's it's Utah with all of the fun and not all of the guilt and religious oppression. Yeah, and I thought, okay. well, yeah, that's that's how the governor and attorney general should act. They should act in accordance with the Constitution and equality for all people, not just you know their religious base who happen to support them and vote into office. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and act in accordance with the law, and you know the. Well, yeah, our attorney general and governor are fighting a losing battle, and and I guess you could 
I guess you could make the point and and, and argue they? the case that that you know they they are acting in accordance with the law because it is written into law that they should do these things. Well, sure, it's written into law, but it's a shitty law. It's not a law that yeah. is constitutional by any means, yeah. and and that's been and that that's been proven time and time again. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's a, here's a quote from the attorney general's office this afternoon. Of Utah or Colorado? No, Utah. Okay. Okay. Reyes. So, yeah, Reyes. Mm-hmm. From his office, Attorney General Sean Reyes has a sworn duty to defend the laws of our state. Utah's Constitutional Amendment 3 is presumed to be constitutional unless the highest court deems otherwise. Now, I'm not a lawyer, but that's bullshit because the court has already deemed it unconstitutional. So it is now, currently, as of right now, Uncon- unconstitional. Yes. So no, I there's, I don't throughout what, the United States have ruled he that has so there is no presumed to be constitutional because it's it is unconstitutional yeah. right now. It's a stayed ruling, but that doesn't mean the ruling is thrown out. It just means it's not enforced yet. It just means they're still fighting it, and that's what an appeal is. I mean, yeah. when you're found guilty of murder. You're not innocent because your appeal hasn't finished. You're no. still guilty until the appeal says otherwise. Yeah. Right. So, no, our, our attorney general doesn't know shit about the law. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a fucking lawyer, and I know more than he well, does. Well, you know, yeah, but in, from probably the, the most fucking corrupt attorney general's office in, well, in the yeah, nation, yeah. I mean, we've had, you know, we had Shirtliff and then Swallow and are still sorting through the mess of that whole fucking debacle yeah. for, for both of those assholes. And then you see Reyes step into there. And I don't know. I don't know Reyes personally or anything. And from what I've from what I've heard and read of his different quotes, he tries to make himself out to be a, a man of the people. And he's just doing what, you know, he needs to do as attorney general. But, you know, he feels bad for the plight of the gays here in Utah. Fuck that. If you felt bad and you thought that you were acting, you know, acting inappropriately, then then you wouldn't fucking act that way. You wouldn't continue fighting this losing battle. You wouldn't continue wasting, you know, taxpayer resources on something that you're going to fucking lose. And all the while denying equality for, you know, a vast a, for yeah. a vast number of Utah citizens. But I mean, back to your, back to your right. homicide analogy, though. I mean, that's what's traditionally been happening. But now he's banking on a Supreme Court that's going to look at a case like that and say, yeah, they didn't they didn't kill anybody. That's fine. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's what's been going on. They're just going to say, no, that's not, that's not a problem. Yeah, there hasn't been a single state yet that has won their fight to ban gay marriage. Yeah. Yeah. There was that one judge. There was one judge with one ruling. Okay. I forget what judge it was, but it was one judge with one ruling in favor of that. That was years ago. Okay. I don't remember what it is. But it's, it's the one judge that can say that there is some division. In the courts. Yeah. But I don't remember the details. But yeah. that's like climate change. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It's like climate change. You've got, you've got 97 judges saying that, no, it's wrong, and three going, no, Jesus says it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they're all on the Supreme Court right now, too. And, so. and, and, you know, Jesus times the power of the three judges here is exponentially <laughs> yeah. better than the 97 who would disagree. <laughs> Even though they're all white, according to Dan. <laughs> and one, one last comment. I've been saying this. I've been saying this under my under my breath at my desk as I listen to this podcast for weeks, and and every now, fuck that guy. Okay, <laughs> fuck Just that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy okay? in particular. I got that quote from you guys. <laughs> fuck that fuck guy. That guy. Oh no, people have been saying that for years, Grant. That, that should be. It's kind of our tagline. We say that a lot. Fuck yeah, that guy. we do. Fuck Hobby Lobby. Dude, yes. <laughs> Godless revolution. Fuck, fuck, that, that, fuck guy. that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy in particular. You run it in your own name. Fuck that guy. In particular. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why the sticker that's should say. Money maker. This should I think say, we found our fuck first guy in particular. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Put in whoever you want. Uh, another quote from that letter. Uh, you ready to get uh, get mad? This gets better and better. All right, I'm on my second drink now. Um, Americans have always disagreed on important issues, but our ability to live with our diversity is part of what makes this country great, and it continues to be essential even in the 21st century. Without a robust religious exemption. This expansion of hiring rights will come at an unreasonable cost to the common good, national unity, and religious freedom. 
Oh, fuck me. <laughs> no thanks. That but... religion that religion is this hugely uniting fucking force? Yeah. What kind it's of the fucking most divisive retard? force? Oh my god. That religion that religion look is at the a Middle uniting East, force, man, you, you know, know, because there's not, all... you know, thousands of different fucking gods and thousands of different Christian sects, let alone 41,000 know, I think the last time I checked alone was Muslim, Buddhist, Jewish, you know, Jains, whatever else you want to believe that somehow religion is this uniting force? Bullshit. Fuck that. Dude, just FLDS and LDS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They can, it's been 200 years and they're already screwed. Like, they can't figure it out. So, Baptists, they can't agree on anything. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, and people even say LDS versus FLDS. Besides mainstream LDS teachings, there are so many other FLDS. Yeah. Or, or, you know, offshoots of the LDS faith that, you know, they don't believe that they're practicing the religion correctly. So, Or even look at Utah Mormons versus non-Utah Mormons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Completely different people. Or Utah County yeah. Mormons versus well, the rest of Utah. Uh, fair enough. There are some Davis County ones like that, too. Yeah, I'm yeah, friends yeah. with a few. <laughs> Go to Costco. They're in Bountiful, and you'll see a bunch of polygs. Um, but I, I think I mentioned last week, I'm sorry, Zach, just a sec. Um, I think I mentioned last week, you know, that, that religion has had, or the, at least the Christian faith has had the last 2,000 years yeah. to reconcile their disparate beliefs into yeah. one cohesive fucking thought, and they don't. It's not getting any more, yeah, it's not getting any more cohesive or any more unifying. It's more and more fractured, more and yeah. more splintered every fucking day. Yeah, yeah. Don't well, tell me it's a un- uniting or unifying. That's such bullshit. I have a long comment. Matt's <laughs> and he's off. Bathroom break number one. As I understand, as I heard what you said there, it's like they're saying the only way religion can unite is if they are allowed to divide against the gays. <laughs> how does that work? Yeah, how does that work? Well, is is are they trying to say that you know the one thing that you can that can unite us all is our hatred for the gays? As you know, as religious people of disparate faith traditions and beliefs, we can all agree that the gays are fucking horrible. But they can't even unite under that, because there are a lot of Christian faiths who have no problems with gays. I mean, I'm ex-Episcopalian. Episcopalians are fine with gays and gay marriage and women uh, having the priesthood and all that. One bigotry to rule them all. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But even, I mean, there's been... uh, Different churches that are now saying, oh, we're fully accepting. We'll have, you can have a gay marriage here right in our church. You're, we're okay with it. It's cool. And then at Hobby Lobby, after that decision came out, a church group went there and handed out condoms at the door. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a couple <laughs> friends of mine, a couple friends of mine, I, I was fortunate enough to attend their, their gay wedding here in Utah years before it was ever legal or anything. It was, you know, mainly just a ceremonious or a ceremonial thing that happened, but... It was at, um, I'm, I want to say, I think it might have been Episcopal uh, Church there in Clearfield. And, you know, it was, it was just really weird for me because I had never been in any kind of religious building where they were fully accepting of people being gay. Yeah. And here I am seeing a couple of my friends get married. And, yeah, it was kind of weird, kind of cool. I mean, it was, it was ultimately cool, but... Weird at the same time. I really wish we could just call them marriages and not gay marriages. Right. And eventually I really hope we can just say, oh, yeah, my two friends got married. Yeah. Not gay married. I'll say one step yeah. at a time. I know. <laughs> but still, it yeah, bugs no, me. I mean, you don't say an interracial marriage anymore. No. Right? You just say a marriage. Yeah. You know? And they used to do that the same way that a lot of people are doing gay marriage now. But now you literally don't even think about it, hardly, unless you're like 80. Well, and they use all of the same, they use all of the same ridiculous Yeah, Oh, yeah. I know. (laughs) I aspire to be as colorblind as Dan, that there are no African American judges on the Supreme Court. I, I'm I'm super colorblind. <laughs> I did like what J.C. Penney did for Mother's Day one year. They had uh, a two moms ad where it was a gay couple. Well, everybody got mad at them. So you know what they did for Father's Day? A two, two dads, dads one. Yay. And I thought that was awesome. And they're like, "Fuck you guys! Yeah. And fuck that guy in particular." I noticed. I was watching TV just last week, and I noticed. It, I think it was for TripAdvisor or Travelocity. They had 
they had a they had a male gay couple talking about trying to plan this trip together, and uh, it was it was really cool because it was like they're arguing like you know any other any other heterosexual couple. The one guy's like, oh yeah, you know the room's really not that important to me because it's not like we're going to be in the room very often anyway. We're going to be out seeing the sights or whatever. And the other guy's like, oh, sounds like a fun trip for me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, was, was it the, the Coca-Cola one for the Olymp- uh, Super Bowl that everybody was making fun of or didn't yeah, like? Yeah, yeah, Because it had... Because it was in a, multiple languages? No, no, the one that had a three-second shot of a gay couple. Yeah. We're showing all the different families, and they're all, like, enjoying... Yeah. I remember if it was Coke or which one it was, but... Yeah, there's, like, a three-second shot of a gay couple, and like, oh, I will no longer support them. Oh, Coca-Cola's terrible. There's two guys holding hands. <laughs> Those progressive bastards. Why did I get... I don't know. Irish there. <laughs> Both progressive Both bastards. bastards. <laughs> so Schneck, who runs... <laughs> yeah, it's true. He does look beard? leprechaun-y. Yeah. Leprechaun-y. Yeah. <laughs> um, Schneck, who runs the Institute for Policy Research and Catholic Studies at Catholic University, said he did not see a contradiction between supporting gay equality and the religious exemption. Quote, I think these things fit together pretty well. Of all federal contracts, these faith-based ones are such a minuscule portion. The recognition of the, de- of the divisive nature of these kinds of efforts, such as the executive order, it just makes perfect sense for the White House to give the faith-based, faith-based groups time to work this out. It's not that long ago when Obama himself was where these faith-based groups are now. And he evolved and fucking changed, so maybe they ought to get on that fucking bandwagon. No, but they already have all of the information. <laughs> they, they can choose to not seek out government contracts. Yeah, you know, I mean, if they don't want to comply with the the rules, the yeah, rules, absolutely, then they can go get contracts somewhere else. Or, Very good point. Or how? Know? Yeah, how about honoring the First Amendment? Yeah, if you yeah. if you don't want to if you don't want to have to abide by these laws, then don't fucking go there. And it's the same argument that, that different people have for well, if you don't want Hobby Lobby determining what you can do with your own body and and what prescriptions you can have then don't work at hobby lobby right back at you mr corporate owner who doesn't want to abide by the laws well and the same thing like oh it's just a tiny little part that's the part that bothered me the most like doesn't matter it can't be any fucking part you know like the like the edge of a wedge is a tiny part it's just a little bit of murder it's just a (laughs) tiny bit of murder right it doesn't matter right fuck that guy in particular. In particular. <laughs> you feel bad? That was pretty quick. You came back. Like, I didn't really notice you coming back in. I fucking ran. <laughs> yeah. Uh, la, 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 la. Yeah, there's a whole little thing. Um, but then anyway. Is it the blue all part? This? No. Okay, just checking. I really, sh- I really should have gone through my process oh. with Ryan, so... <laughs> doesn't have to guess every episode what's going on on my paper. Um, anyway, this, all of this stuff, there's a whole bunch I didn't read, but um, uh, Justice Sotomayor had a comment about all of this, and she said that uh, those who are bound by our decisions usually believe they can take us at our word. Not so today. Uh, after, ex- after expressly relying on the availability of the religious nonprofit accommodation to hold that the contraceptive coverage requirement violates RFRA as applied to closely held for-profit corporations, the court now, as the dissent in Hobby Lobby, feared it might retreats from that position. Which is a pretty little scathing paragraph, I thought. Oh, yeah. Well, it sums they, it up well. And they retreated, was it the following day after they, after they made their ruling? Yeah. About this yeah. this narrow ruling yeah, that they said it only would just these be this four sec- things. segment, yeah. and then and then they clarified it and said, "Well, no, it's not just these four. If you have exception, you know, it's just that Hobby Lobby only mentioned these four. But if you, as a as a corporate owner, have problems with more than these four, then that's fine." Yeah. So uh, this is and and, and Scotus sent down a uh, sent down a memo to all the lower courts saying they should review all of their other cases right. relative to the same kind of thing yeah. to see if maybe they ruled in the wrong way. Right. Yeah, with, with, with the knowledge of this new ruling from right. SCOTUS. This precedent, yeah. yeah. So the, the summary is, at some point, the SCOTUS is going to have to tell religious people they don't get to ignore laws they don't like. It'll be interesting to see how they draw the line between which laws you can ignore if you're religious and which ones you can't. My guess is 
that it'll stop right about when people want exceptions to laws that aren't supported by Catholicism. <laughs> that was JT. Yeah. He's a good dude. <laughs> yeah, I like him. He's cool. Yeah, I've actually had arguments. The, you went to the convention. Did you get to meet JT? Yeah. No? Anyone else go to the convention? Yeah. Yeah? Anybody meet JT? Yeah? He's awesome. He was so nice. Yeah. He was really easy to talk to. Some of the others were a little tougher. Well, he's he's very he's very humble. Like he's yeah. He super. always makes these posts about you know wow. Every I get to hang out with all these really cool people, and people yeah. are like following me now and think that I have something important to say, and that's just really weird and cool. Well, he's a great writer. Yeah, you know, and he he cuts through. He's pretty good. Yeah. What do you got? Right? I, got, I, got, I, got some, I got some funny news. Yeah, I find it, it funny. Yeah. Since we already kind of talked about it a little bit, because we all agree that the temperature on Mars is the same temperature as on Earth. Right. And Mars doesn't have cold burning plants and they don't have a problem going on. And there's so it's obviously not the cold burning plants causing this issue since our climate's the same as theirs. Three percent of scientists agree. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the distance from the sun. Yeah. Right. But this Republican uh GOP lawmaker in Kentucky also owns from Kentucky? Own, You're kidding yeah. me. Also owns his own own coal plant. <laughs> what? No, I know. Seriously? Really? Someone from Kentucky, the, the heart of coal country. Yep, says a uh, a coal plant owning Kentucky Republican offered an out of this world argument against the EPA's carbon emission regulations. Uh, this happened on July second, and he said, I want to get into, I want to get into the debate of climate change, Smith said. Uh, but I'm simply going to point out that in this academia, we all agree that the temperature on Mars is exactly as it is here on Earth, and nobody will dispute that. Yet there are no coal mines on Mars. There's <laughs> no factories will, on Mars that I'm aware that. of. So he's basically saying the coal mines here aren't doing anything. And then uh, a scientist points out that the average temperature here on Earth is 53 degrees, where the average temperature on Mars is negative 81. No, no you know, one will dispute that. You know what I like? You know what I like about that whole thing? He's 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 100% confident in this entire bullshit and the one place where he decides to hedge his bets was there's no coal mines on, on Mars, Mars that I'm aware of. That that I'm I'm aware aware of. That's the one <laughs> thing you can say you're sure about. He's 100% sure the temperature on Mars is the same as Earth. But he's so, not but entirely sure, sure that there are coal mines. coal mines there yet. 